0: time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's episode number 403-0-430. Oh, it, everyone knows it's Brother Kyle now. Everyone Whoops. knows that. Thanks a lot, uh, Brother maybe Kyle. Maybe I should
1: speak now, too. And
0: Andrew, Mr. Mayor himself. It's an all-dudes articles of news. Next week, it'll be <laughs> me and a couple ladies, if I can finagle it. Maybe we'll try and get Janaymanite to come back and do articles of news. Uh, with this being... Uh, an Articles of News. I know last Friday's episode was an Articles of News with me and brother Kyle. I want you guys to know something. Uh, for the first time in the history of the Articles of News, which we have produced from the cultural hall, I edited it because Kyle and I got a little too political. And did I you edit to... out what we talked about? I no. Did, I, I, listen, uh. I, kept, I kept some of it, but to protect our families, I took out... I took it out. But if you are a Patreon subscriber of the Cultural Hall, I will give you those three and a half minutes that will otherwise not be made available. So check that out. Do you Patreon. check out the com. part
1: where you promoted um, full on socialism.
0: Well, I'm, that- a, I'm a huge <laughs> I'm a huge socialist as anyone who listens knows. Yes, we we uh, we re-
1: reverting back to, you know, the United Order. Yes. That's yeah. Happy-
0: uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. If we can. Uh, We also talked about gun registries and, uh, you know, all the things. Uh, No. So I I did edit that out, Kyle. Um, My wife suggested it, as we all know, my wife edits. uh, And she said, I really, you know, as producer of the uh, cultural hall. And I said, hey, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I guess she is. You know, she makes the show notes, which. If you haven't noticed with Articles of News, all the links are there and the times that they show up in the episode, available wherever you get this episode. Uh, she edits edits it as well. So I said, you know what? All right. I'll take your advice. Uh, also, she advised me to take something else out, which I said, no, you
1: are asking too much. So I left it in. So I hope you go did, back. Did and- she know that she was marrying into having a full-time job forever? Well, she know that
0: when I, mean, she married you. I mean, maybe <laughs> not forever. We have some uh, financial goals with the cultural hall by the end of 2020. And if they're Wh- not- Which are, just
2: so people know, it, it's it's basically that we don't spend any more money of, out of our own pocket to right. produce.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. It <laughs> is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that uh, if those aren't met, the cultural hall will look very different in the future. I won't say that it's going away because I love it too much, but it will be different. So if you've been on the fence, a fence sitter of sorts uh, about becoming a patron subscriber, you can do so by going to patreoncom slash the cultural hall. And you should two episodes a week, name a show that does more episodes a week about the church of Jesus Christ, of Latter-day Saints. And the answer, you won't find one except for Done. that guy who does like seven hour interviews, but he's not a member of the church anymore. So there, take that. Plus it's yeah, his full-time We're job.
2: sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we're in just to prove a
0: point. Yeah. We, you can't boot me again i say out loud uh crap how are you andrew what's new nothing we're in the
1: middle of covid so nothing's new
0: it's just (laughs) it's just you and your wife and you're down in texas are you are you affected by the new uh the new forming of the new mission down in texas
1: yes so yeah we're part of the new mission so i guess that is new we became part of the Austin, the Texas Austin or Austin Texas mission. I can't remember how they used to be a part of were. the San Antonio mission. Is that what it was? Used to be part of the San Antonio. So that happened July first, and so the missionaries who got transferred in the week before they knew, oh, we're in the new mission. So cool. We have a new mission, new mission president. Haven't met him yet. I've heard. I've heard. I'm the heur- ward mission leader, so I get to get to know them really well. So.
0: I've heard rumors of the uh, the of uh, of an Austin temple.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we're hoping. You know, you get a mission, usually missions at least in the states tend to to revolve around temple districts. So, mm-hmm. I think I think we're on the in, it's in the cards for that, but it might be a year or so before that. Well, announced. if
0: people like yourself would do their callings, ward mission leader Andrew. <laughs>
1: yeah. You want me to brag for the last few months? No, actually uh, we've had some quite quite a good a lot of success in my ward in the last few months D- during COVID. It's like COVID hit and we got, it, it became very effective really fast. <laughs>
0: it's a, it's an interesting time for sure. Um, to, yeah. Talk about, I mean, maybe not in numbers, right? Because then we right. feel like we lose the personality and all that stuff. But talk about some of the success. Because I think in most people's minds, they sort of envision this to be a really difficult time
1: for missionaries. And I, do, I don't know that it is. Well, it's, it's interesting because, so I think my... My job kind of plays into it. I, I work in video conferencing industry, so dealing with Zoom and Teams and WebEx and all those all the different video conferencing um, platforms. So we just immediately moved moved um, teaching onto Zoom. So very quickly we were able to do that and. We've found that a lot of the people who were hesitant to come the first time to church mm-hmm. will come to a weekly "Come Follow Me" meeting, and so then we added one for Wednesday nights. So we do a gospel study on Wednesday nights. So, cool. and and we get we get a lot of people who are coming and stay. And we, um, I won't I won't go into numbers, but we've had quite a su- a lot of success from that. Not to mention the increase of activity that all the elders and and sisters are doing on Facebook and the social medias and everything. It's actually been I think it I think it's showing us a new way to do missionary work that we never have before in a way that's not so intrusive. Like, you know, hey, I gotta ask you these will you questions of baptism. Obviously that's still part of it. Mm-hmm. But that's not like it's not as in your face. It's it's much more kind of along the lines the Elder Uf, Uchtdorf talked a year ago, so, sharing what's in your heart, just sharing the the beauty of what we do, and it just kind of becomes um, become it's a lot more effective than the old way. Uh, and it's an interesting thing too, um,
0: because so many places are doing it. So many people are finding success. Yet in the state of Utah, and this was an article of, of news that I was going to share uh, coming up. But a, a, as we know, as we've discussed here uh, in other articles of news, the state of Utah, that is the mission or the area president for the state of Utah, has said no. No online meetings. No come follow me sessions. And there are some, some programs that are doing it sort of whether in combination with Deseret book or you know Siegel book and some of the folks that we've had here in the cultural hall but anything from the ward or the stake level those things are to, are told in the state of Utah to not do it. There's an article for the that...
1: most part that's the case here as well. I haven't been told to not do it we just immediately started doing it. It's not technically Stony Point Ward which is our ward doing it Sure. And it's just it's just me holding a, a session. For and mostly investigators, but we invite everyone to it, right? But and, but
0: but there yeah. hasn't been the dictate from either a mission president, a stake president, or the area authority saying don't do this. It's just been like, well, okay, people. There just has to do at it. the ward
1: level, like like the ward. They've asked the ward not to hold ward meetings. Interesting. Right? So I'm I'm literally holding ward mission <laughs> missionary meetings. Right they there it's so maybe I'm being maybe I'm. Maybe by talking about this I'll get shut down. I don't know, but I hope not because we've yeah. had a lot of success.
0: Well, and I hope not too because that's one of that's definitely a spirit versus letter that people can really sort of be fed. That's the thing that here in the state of Utah, I think I I am curious to see how it's going to be when they say, "Yeah, come back to the building," and everyone goes, "What? No, um, what?
1: N-. We're going back Sunday." I mean, oh, oh you guys are. Yeah. Okay. For the first time, well, it'll just be once in Texas, and then it'll be like a month before we go back again.
0: In in that hotbed of COVID, Texas, interesting choice. (laughs) Are you worried about it at all?
1: (laughs) No, um, you know, obviously, um, where I sit, I'm I'm helping with the organization. I mean, we're down to only fifty people per session. There'll be multiple sessions through the day. There'll be a lot of. I mean, we're not we're we're going to keep people from like sitting talking and. I mean, it'll be in and out. There will—I don't see any problem with it, and everyone will be wearing masks. Right. So we've is gone it, to a lot of extreme to make sure those rules are followed. So cool. I think it's—I think it's good.
0: In my mind of, of uh, Texas, I imagine s- someone is now the ward greeter, and he's got like a—he's got like a sod off that he <laughs> stands at the door. No mask. <laughs> no mask
3: no mask no (laughs) entry yeah exactly
0: Whatever. this is texas god's law it's like what the what is is this the same church kyle what's new with you uh
2: not not much with me i i don't go to church yet (laughs) yeah uh so and i i was thinking about that just the other day i've not been since uh the first of march
0: have you held uh either a small sacrament meeting or anything like that within your house or with others no
2: no, I haven't. Yeah, and, and it's strange because it seems to have gone by fast, and it seems like oh, I haven't been in church. You know, sometimes you might not go for a few weeks. You go on vacation, and something happens, and you're gone, and you're back, and it seems like that it doesn't seem like I've been gone that long. So it just suddenly struck me that I haven't been for a long time.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, not the probably not the longest I've been in my life, but this is a long stretch. Um, but it, it it and other times when I haven't been for a while after after that time after the three weeks or something, like man, I'm you're like itching to get back or you're like something's missing and and i have to say it hasn't been that way hmm. not like in a gosh i've lost my face so it doesn't matter way but just that it it, it seems like it's been fine hmm. and i and i i know it'll come back and i'll go and we'll be back you know in a big congregation where i can have a nice nap but for now
3: <laughs>
2: but it it and i don't know what that is but it, it hasn't seemed like alarming uh it, it's been Inside, I feel like perfectly fine. Like it's okay. It's just it's what's happening right now, and it's not your fault. And it's and it'll be all right.
1: Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of t- not a lot of difference. I mean, you can put on a general conference talk and fall asleep just on every Sunday if you want to. Anyway, you can do that from home.
2: I should do that because I, I downloaded this app to my phone about a, a week ago. This new app to help me fall asleep. And I thought this is stupid. Somebody suggested it, and I thought just to prove you, I'll prove you wrong. I put this. Up, well, a story, and I start listening to a story once in the hotel of Amsterdam, <laughs> that, and also but, I'm
1: yeah, I know what, and I know all what of I'm that, like, that
2: is.
3: I am out. <laughs>
2: Not kidding, five nights in a row in minutes. And so, I think that's a great idea. We come up with an app, General Conference Calm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We come yeah. up with a, a real boring talk. <laughs> Sorry, I won't point out whose. And then you just listen to that and you fall right asleep.
1: Oh. It doesn't even have to be boring. Like, there's there's, there's some of those just have the soothing voice, and you just put them on. There you go. Even if they're not boring, you're just like, I'm out of, I'm out of <laughs> going. There, <laughs> it,
0: it, there is a pacing and a tonality that allows, <laughs> seriously, I mean, it, it is as much as you try and fight, and as as interesting as they are. You know, I'll share this, and then we'll take a break and do actual articles of news. Uh, the other night, I um, had two missionaries show up on the porch, I haven't had that, and I don't think ever in my life, truthfully. Not just the surprise attack of of missionaries. Eight thirty at night, so I'm pretty well in bed, uh, and the knock at the door comes. Obviously, here in Utah at this time, it's still light out, so you know I would have done that as a missionary as well. Uh, two missionaries. One, um, he was going to college at Utah Valley University, which is in Utah County. Uh, he got called to Jamaica. Uh, And then did the online MTC and then came straight to Salt Lake where he was reassigned. And I went, okay, how was that? And so I asked him, you know, what was that experience like and everything like that. The other missionary uh, from Sacramento, uh, he was called to serve in Salt Lake, had never been to Salt Lake ever before. And it was interesting. He was a black elder. And I found that to be curious, full of questions, because I wanted to know what that experience was like. I asked him, given the nature of the climate of everything that's going on, do you have a lot of members of the church here in Utah, in Salt Lake, that talk to you uh, uh, about being black and being a member of the church? And he's been in Utah for a year, and hmm. no one has ever talked to him about it. Not once, no one has ever questioned him about it. I did a follow-up question. I don't. It was like, a, wait, really? No one has talked to you about it? And so it was a, a curious uh, sort of uh, revelation to me, not a literal revelation, but I was, I wondered two things. One, was I rude? Was I out of line to ask him about that? To, to wonder if people had engaged uh, based on the color of his skin? Is that rude? Am I being inappropriate? Am I, you know, b- breaking some sort of social barrier that I shouldn't have asked? But then, if not that, if I wasn't the one um, that was at fault, why wouldn't people talk to him about it? And certainly he's, you know, he's a missionary, he's teaching and there, and, and perhaps there are, are all the other things, but to me to have no one have ever engaged him to talk to him about like, what do you think about what's going on with black lives matter? Or, you know, are there lots of black members of the church in Sacramento? Like naturally to me, there are so many questions when he said no one had talked to him about it at all. I, I began to question, I wonder if I was out of line for even bringing it up.
2: I, I wouldn't think, I would have been curious too, to, with both of them kind of in general, with uh, kind of the questions like you would wonder being a missionary in Utah and what's happened with things going on. But then, yeah, uh, we, each one personally and, and his thing, you know, personally might have been with, with everything that's going on uh, in, in the current state, if, if that's affected him at all, especially over the last month yeah, uh, with, with what he's doing.
1: Right. Uh, but you know, I a mean, natural curiosity, though, about, you know, Richie. So I think more than other people, you'd ask tougher questions just naturally. Yeah. But um, I think uh, I wonder if some people would be nervous asking. Right. Um, and,
0: and I didn't make a big deal out of it like. I don't know if I should ask him this question. And then I tremble in my voice as I ask him. I just was like, in the same way that I was like, are you disappointed that you're not in Jamaica and you're in Salt Lake city? Like, it just seemed like a, a, a question that I, that I would ask based on his experience. So I, I don't know. The, the more bizarre thing for me was that I had missionaries come to my door unannounced at eight thirty at night. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Guys? Like, I'm, I go to bed and they
2: you had the, you had the big night cap
1: on that's yeah. tall, but it's flopped yeah. to the side. Yes, the big the nice night shirt that goes all the way down here. Yeah. Your... Yeah.
0: yeah, Mama was in her kerchief, and I was in my <laughs> cap. We were about to settle down for a long <laughs> summer's nap Went out on the road. No, I'm joking. Uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll do actual articles of news. <laughs>
1: When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit Lennondesign.com.
0: Hey, it's me, Richie T., and I want to talk to you about uh, Kimora Tours. Won't you join me on a church history tour? I would love to be your travel companion. Technically, it will be my wife, but you could be on the bus with us. This is part of our 2021. Yes, we're already talking about something like that. Uh, for next summer it was uh, supposed to be this summer in fact it was supposed to be like a couple weeks from now it's not it has been postponed into 2021 so that church sites will be open we'll be able to see the hill Kamora in its final pageantry year and also be able to see nauvoo as well would love for you to come with us these seats are filling up fast so please do not put it off uh, make sure you go to Kamoratours.org. Kimora just like it sounds, or like the hill, which we talk about in the church. Tours, just like it sounds, uh, only T-O-U-R-S. It's not tours, like we say here in Utah, anyway. Camorratours.org. Uh, Join us uh, and make sure you look for the cultural hall banner. We're going, of course, with the folks from Leading Saints, Curt and the Kids. Uh, they'll be along with us as well, so make sure that you click on that tour, that you go on those dates, Uh, That way we can all be on the bus together.
4: The website is KimoraTours.org. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Friends, I know a lot of you guys and girls are working from home. So here's some tips for making sure your computer is ready for working at home. Because if your computer fails, it's going to be really hard to get it fixed because of dwindling supply in parts. But we have parts right now, and we have a limited supply of new computers available for you. Make sure your computer is healthy and virus and malware-free. Hackers are trying to infect people and stealing their information during these challenging times. We'll scan the health of your computer for viruses and malware, plus scan your hard drive, memory, and components to make sure you don't have any failing parts. You want to make sure you have strong antivirus and malware protection software as well. Just get into any PC laptops and we'll check your hardware and your software and scan your computer for viruses for absolutely free. Just go to PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we've been serving you for over 28 years, and we've got your back during these times of need. We're all in this together. So just go to PCLaptops.com and we'll get you taken care of. Time
0: for the second block of the cultural hall. Now here in articles of news in the third block, I'm going to talk to a convert of the show. She may be a lifer. Her name is Shelly. She is a school teacher and she gives us her report on her first day of school. She has already gone back and taught her first day of school. She tells us what it's like with the students and the masks and how the she feels like, and they are, the entire world, is sort of watching her school, her school district, as she goes back to school. Uh, we find all about the safety precautions and how she feels about engaging in school. She's a sixth-grade teacher. That comes up in the third block of the cultural hall. But let's do some articles of news. Wait, Peter, hang on. I've got a, a review uh, that I want to share with everyone. Uh, This, of course, is also a tease. This is from Ripley. No R-I, just R-P. So it's Ripley uh, left a five-star review for the cultural hall that says, The Miles Harvey show was really informative and gave great context to early church history. Speaking, of course, about episode number four hundred twenty five. If you haven't listened to that, that's all about James Strang. It's something that I've thought about multiple times talking to Miles just the other day as his book has been reviewed in The New York Times, a bunch of other places. As far as I know, we're one of only a couple places who have aired an actual interview uh, with Miles Harvey. So check that out. Episode four twenty five. All right. Now go ahead. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose articles of news, and away we go. Which one of you guys wants to go first?
1: Andrew, I, can, go I ahead. can start. I can start. Do um, it. So out of the enzyme. So this we're pulling this out of the enzyme. There's a a great article about maintaining your brain. Um, kind of a, a way to help uh, you, you if you're getting up in your years, or even if you're not, keep your 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 senses intact uh, instead of getting. Alzheimer's, elements like Alzheimer's disease can be, can be prevalent, especially as you slow down is Mm -hmm. what it's, what it talks about. So it's in the enzyme and it gives three basic, basic things to deal with. So the first one is, you know, obey the word of wisdom, healthful diet is what it says. So healthful diet, that's an important one. So, you know, if you're doing that, keep doing it. Physical and mental activity. I think that it talks about as people, retire and other things they slow down and they stop doing it. So I would say go go on that mission, go <laughs> go do it, whatever. You need. And then uh social interaction, uh stay in touch with people, keep keep talking, don't. You know, and that's hard. I was thinking about that. I'm like as you get to a, there's a certain point when it's hard for some people to have daily social interaction when right maybe their families are in different places. So anyway, Keep keep that in mind. Uh, that's I really like the article. Go look at it. In I I
0: have to admit something. I haven't read an Ensign article for a few months.
1: Maybe we lead into years. Is this something that they typically do in the Ensign, or is this sort of out of source? This is the first time I've seen it, which is why I pulled it because it's hmm. like usually it's like you know these. It's, it's kind of like the blogs I write, where it's like oh this spiritual thing. Yeah, here's the to story. And, here's the principle. and then a doctrinal analysis yeah, yeah. of this, and you know I don't usually see the stuff. And this is written by a doctor. Um, it says David R. Larson, MFHD. Oh, he's
0: very good. He's very yeah. good. He that's, has
1: more letters than just MD. That's mixed got an Marshall, F and H What there. are the letters again? M M-M- M M F H D M F
0: H D. He is, uh, a Marshall farts. Um, hi doctor. Yeah. He, he always will say hello. That's the social part of it. Cool. That's fun. And that's in the July edition of the ensign or the August edition?
1: Uh, well, I didn't August.
0: OK, the August. So Correct. we'll leave a link for that at the culturalhall.com association with this episode. Brother Kyle, what do you got?
2: Uh, the church uh, funds a program called PEF, which is the uh, Perpetual Education Fund program. It, it funds about ninety eight thousand students in seventy five countries, uh, like a, similar to like a student loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of the pandemic, they are curtailing or, or not requiring payments or, or any interest. For uh, right now, it is May. It's for six months right now, May through October. Hmm. They're not requiring payments on
1: that. Uh, so, uh, so is this like a six-month same as cash? Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> approved. Yeah, Everyone is
0: approved. You get you're, a loan, and you get a loan, and you You know, it's an interesting thing. I heard this discussed elsewhere uh, about the Perpetual Education Fund. President Hinckley believe it was introduced in a priesthood session of general conference... Uh, sometime while President Hinckley was was the prophet, uh, asked m- members of the church to uh on their tithing slip to help fund this, and now it's able to fund itself. For a long time, um, we were asked to if we could afford it to make donations towards this, but what happens is. You know, the original students, they get the loans, then they pay back the loans to the church, through the perpetual education fund. And then that money is able to be distributed to another generation. And I would suppose at this point, you know, President Hinckley has been gone for at least a decade, uh, maybe 15 years. Uh, and it was fairly early on in President Hinckley's uh, ministry. So, I mean, you're probably talking three, four five generations of perpetual education fund recipients. Awesome. And obviously due to COVID is why, you know, they're being forgiven, not forgiven, but being given that grace period to be able to do this. You know, it's interesting as the Salt Lake Temple um, is being uh, rejuvenated, upped for all the seismic improvements. There have been some great um, videos that have been shared, time lapse videos. But one of the things that came out just the other day was the time capsule. And you guys probably saw this. Mm. There's there's yeah. a, a video that has been shared quite a bit. Um, it was actually opened back in May, May 18th uh, of 2020. No large crowds were present, though, as uh, one of the contributors here in the Cultural Hall, Matt uh, Jalalian, he points out that all of the first presidency in the pictures that you'll see uh, affiliated with the story, all of the first presidency are wearing masks. And uh, I believe. I, th- I believe his, his quote was, follow the prophet, follow the prophet. But I digress. Um, they're looking at the different objects that were found within this time capsule. Now, if I'm understanding correctly, it was in like the, not the keystone, um, but in like the ball that the- in the, ang- capstone. in the capstone. In the in the ball, essentially, that Moroni was standing on. And the way that they made this is they had the hollow space, but then they cemented all around it. And people who know cement, or if you don't, I'm about to tell you. Yeah, concrete. Actually, Yeah, you're right. You're right. My ex-wife would stress that because cement is what helps make concrete. It was a fight we had on several occasions. Thanks for bringing that up.
1: (laughs) I used to be a certified concrete inspector. So uh, Get out.
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you weren't a cement inspector. You were a concrete inspector. Anyway- that, all that to say, it sweats. Uh, several of the things that were on the inside are essentially just useless, really. I mean, they're cool to to know that once upon a time, um, it was a book. And once upon a time, it was a picture of a thing. But it's it's basically things that you can't really tell much of even what it was. Um,
1: lots of coins. Bill Nye, the science guy in me, wants to explain that you know concrete is constantly hydrated even though it looks dry at a molecular level, there's, it's always moisture. So when it cures and you put water in there, it doesn't like the water, like doesn't like evaporate off. It actually incorporates into the molecules, which is why it then sweats for the life of the concrete. Once it stops sweating, mm-hmm. it um fails. It mm. doesn't have that structure anymore. That's part of its structure. Hey, so that's why it, it constantly is going to be wet. And so they didn't know that though. Yeah. Back yeah. when they did it. Hey, Kyle, so, you know how
0: you were talking about the app, we're gonna do the cultural hall calm, and we're just gonna isolate that audio that Andrew <laughs> just shared about concrete. <laughs> I'm I teasing. Get
2: that. I actually found it quite fascinating no. for some reason.
1: No. Oh, that's my short version. Do you want the long <laughs> version? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Uh,
0: uh. It, it's interesting though. I wanted to get uh, someone from the church, from the um, public affairs, or or from the history department. Uh, to to come on and to tell us a little bit about what they found. Uh, what I ended up being was referred to the PR person Daniel Woodruff, who said, "Yeah, sorry pal, we're not doing any more. You can find and and you missed it. And well, no, no, no. I mean, they won't do interviews about it. They won't allow oh. uh, the the church historical employees to talk about it. At least not presently, because I wanted to know about the coins. Although they point out that with the four hundred coins, the real value is." where the coins were not necessarily the 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 face value of said coins there were books photos letters notes um, all had significant um, water damage Um, in the east and south cavities uh, the conservation team found 12 books five of them in the east seven in the south Um, seven of those books have been identified i think this is worth sort of noting Uh, Parley Pratt's A Voice of Warning, Parley Pratt's Key to the Science of Theology, copy of the Book of Mormon, probably an 1880 or 1890 edition, The Pearl of Great Price, uh, which became scriptural canon in 1880, The Martyrs, A Sketch of the Lives and a Full Account of the Martyrdom of Joseph Smith and Hiram, uh, a copy of the Bible, and letters that were exchanged between Orson Spencer and the Reverend William Cromwell. So, it's interesting to note that all of that was in there, and that you know they're they're not talking more about it. I would, the conspiracy theorist in me that lives on Facebook and wants to tell lies, uh, <laughs> no, okay, uh, wants me to think that there's maybe other stuff in there that they didn't want to talk about. But Ooh, but maybe yeah. maybe my guess is they just want to really be able to to look, see, and know what all of it is. Um, the only other thing really worth note on this particular story is. You know They're they're in these capstones and they thought, oh, surely we're going to be able to get into these nice and easy, and that was not the case. They had to cut these suckers open. It's pretty cool. Uh, and so you, if you want to learn more about that, there is a link at theculturalhall.com with this episode. Mr. Mayor, take
1: it away! Yeah, Elder Sora has announced a youth music festival. It happened last Wednesday. And so it was a 40-minute um, pre-recorded global concert. It was designed to kind of bring everyone closer to the Savior during this COVID time, kind of uplift a lot of the youth. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to go and um, check it out later. Yeah, I'm excited
0: because uh, after I get done recording this with you, I am going to insert a little bit of that concert here. Tonight's music and messages are just a sample of what's available right now in the music section of the Gospel Library app. A playlist of these songs and messages from our leaders can also be found on the Strive to Be YouTube channel. Now we started our celebration tonight talking about connecting both to each other and to our heavenly father in Jesus Christ. Those connections never have to end because we need each other. We need to love, encourage, and serve each other. We need to mourn with those that mourn and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And as we stay connected to each other and to our Father in heaven, we will have the strength to go and do whatever comes our way. Thanks again, everyone. See you soon, and God bless.
3: You are an overcomer, born with a lion heart. You can pass through the wind and the fire, but it'll help you to shine even brighter. The jewel you are. There may be disappointments. Sometimes you make mistakes. When it feels like you've lost all your chances, there you are, rising up from the ashes. Come what may, come what may, you are strong. shine
0: Uh, very cool and, and and super uniting, awesome. You can find a link to the whole thing by going to theculturalhall.com. culturalhall.com Brother Kyle, what do you got? Oh, real
2: quick, one thing I think you left out of uh, what was found in the in the in the vault, in uh-huh. the cement vault, uh-huh. uh, the bones of uh, Aida and Radames. <laughs> Sorry,
0: hey, good did good you, one.
2: Did you did you <laughs> even get it? Okay, as long as Richie got it,
0: <laughs> and everyone else,
1: huh?
2: It's, it's from a musical. They, all right, we won't yeah. get into it.
1: I, actually was, from I, an was, opera I was hoping... Do you want me to bore th- you out again? That's right. <laughs> it was, yeah.
0: Do you, do you want to... I was hoping you were going to go like Indiana Jones or something like that.
2: Or, or if you want, the funniest one would be uh, courtesy of Molly Mormon, mm-hmm. which means they found in there uh, a copy of, of uh, Twilight, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm.
0: book,
2: <laughs> which referenced a... Uh, a, a show a television show all right okay. we're three we're three of the nerdiest most boring people and we're all doing this together today
0: yay so that's right now uh another kind of uh, archaeological find and i didn't know this at all in the basement of the rio grande train station in downtown salt lake um there are glass photo negatives of brigham young I didn't know. Well, yeah. That I didn't know that in the bottom of the Rio Grande, there's a bunch of cool historical uh, artifacts just hanging out down there. Hopefully, they're safe. The Rio Grande area of downtown Salt Lake, not necessarily the safest place of Salt Lake. Um, the Utah divisions of history and art have amassed a combined total of 1.8 million items of cultural and historical significance. Uh, What's interesting is if you're familiar in the state of Utah, where the Road Home Homeless Shelter used to be, uh, it's since been closed and been sort of divided into four other locations, where that used to be will, in fact, become a museum um, where a lot of these historical artifacts will be able to not only be seen, but also researched and studied, which
1: is craziness. I heard they had Orson Pratt's false teeth. Just kidding. (laughs) Just just, just kidding. (laughs) hey
0: nerds let's do some more (laughs) let's do some more news shall we this is interesting because this is uh this is purely just for your enjoyment of reading now we talked earlier about the miles harvey episode 425 where we talk about james strang now uh in the past we also talked with benjamin park he wrote the kingdom of nauvoo that book that it's somewhere in the 410s somewhere in the teens of the 400 um he wrote a guest review of Miles Harvey book wherein he compares President Donald Trump to James Strang. And if for no other reason, it is a great read by uh, by a former guest of the Cultural Hall about a former guest's work of the Cultural Hall. So you can find that link right now in association with this episode. Brother Kyle, what else you got? Uh,
2: this might might be a little bit of a stretch. But I, I found this an interesting story because it relates to us and our cultural Surroundings here in Utah, which is primarily LDS. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was recently an interview with a gentleman named Post Malone, who Uh, is a. uh, He's on
0: the phone. Do we call him a singer?
2: A rapper? A producer? A musician? He's an artist. He's an artist. Uh, If you don't know who Post Malone is, you can look him up. He's an English. I thought he was a basketball player. Yeah. Uh, And. Honest to goodness when I first started hearing about him that's what I thought. <laughs>
0: like Go to I the thought Post that for Malone. Ages. Yeah. Like first there was Carl Malone and he who comes after Carl Malone is, is Post, Post Malone. Malone. It's yes. P- it's PM. In fact it's a thing they do in the NBA. There's BM for before Malone and <laughs> then PM which is Post Malone. That's right. That's that. that's the only thing that those two initials can stand for.
2: Interesting, but he's a uh, he is a singer, a rapper. You can you could look him up. I I saw him before at uh, Station Park in Farmington
0: because he lives in Utah, has a home in a small community uh, outside of Ogden, Utah. Uh, Morgan, Utah
2: is where he resides.
0: Oh, he's up in Morgan. Yeah, yeah. So we might be able to find him at the Spring Chicken Inn if you go. Yeah, go have an ice cream cone and some chicken fried steak.
3: Post Malone.
2: He goes quite often, In the, he goes in the middle of the afternoon, especially during school times, uh, to Station Park in Farmington. Uh, and that's where I saw him leaving. I was leaving the gym one day, uh, and he drives a McLaren F1 at the time he did. He had an orange one, a beautiful car. Is that is and that a
0: sporty car?
2: It's a sports car. It's okay. a supercar, okay. to be exact. Okay. But he's actually quite a nice gentleman. He, he actually is. To ask anybody that's met him. He's actually very, very nice. But he he was wearing a University of Utah hat, University mm-hmm. of Utah a, a school started by Brigham Young. And is
0: that how you're uh, making this a Mormon connection?
2: That's part of it. Yes. <laughs> he was on he was being interviewed by Joe Rogan and, and talking about why he loves Utah and just being here, it's calming. Uh, the people are nice, the surroundings are beautiful and that it just he just feels so much better here than like living in LA or someplace. <laughs> I attribute
0: that to, to the people yeah. to,
2: to the culture here. But yes the, the, more, the more
0: how many shows. how many elders who serve in Morgan County have tracked out post Malone's house try I, to get the I, picture I, try and share
1: <laughs> I guarantee you yeah oh yeah. I'm sure they they go there I mean yeah absolutely hmm. we on my mission we were in Australia we had a basketball player who was kind of loosely tied to Amer uh, U- us kind of he used a Australian bat we we tracked it into him on purpose because he was a kind of celebrity. <laughs> no one would know him here but there everyone knew him the basketball player then. but he was from america but you sought him out you sought him out yeah. because and then he answered the door and he had no interest in it so yeah. we just kept on going <laughs> but
0: we did done. i love i love when elders and sisters do that like there's that classic picture of the sisters and snoop dog or the elders and uh Brett Favre, uh, sort of recently, just different folks like that. Uh, the, my big claim to fame was I tracked it into Trent Reznor's mom. If you know oh. who Trent Reznor is, uh, his mom, very nice lady. Oh, oh yeah, Oh, wow. my boy, my boy Trent. <laughs> he knows it. About- it was very fun. It was a fun experience for sure. To uh, think
1: of Trent Reznor, Reznor being referred to as my boy Trent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little different. Uh. I only have just a couple other stories that I want to mention. How many more do you have, Andrew? Just the one. And how many more do you have, Kyle?
2: I'll do one more if we
0: want it. Is it the one about voting?
2: We can do that. I got a couple. I can okay. do that. Okay, I don't want. want to
0: do that one because I, I don't want to make okay. my wife edit a bunch <laughs> again. Uh, let me share this. Uh, there's a video, um, and I'll share at the end of this a little portion of it, about President Nelson talking about the decision to close uh, the temple. Um, for COVID nineteen, what a struggle that was. Uh, so that when we get done with us talking, that is the audio that we'll play. It's a little portion of President Nelson talking about the decision to close, uh, the temple, and and how, you know, he had to think about it. How, how, uh, how difficult that was for him. The only other one that I have, and I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do all mine so that I can sit back and let you guys finish the episode for crying out loud. Uh, is this is from the um, school newspaper at the at BYU Hawaii, for those who don't know they're the BYU University that is run on the island of Oahu on the North Shore in Laie. They've talked about how they have had online church gatherings and drive-by celebrations and how that has kept them united during the coronavirus. And I just think it's so fascinating to note that those are members of the same faith that I belong to and they have found so much strength in doing that. And they're in Hawaii and I'm in Utah and we don't do any of that stuff. It's a great read. It's by the student paper, like I say, so you get to read some funny nuances of a younger writer and the things that they decide to include and and the things that they decide to exclude from their writing. But interesting to know how different uh, congregations, different areas Uh, Of the church depending on where they're at are dealing with it or or not dealing with the idea of church and gathering uh let's go kyle and then andrew because i like you because you're the mayor of today's show you get to wrap us out what do you got brother kyle Uh, you know you and
2: i discussed last time or the time before about angel moroni on the temple and you thought that we might be phasing that out wait we are
0: so i'm excited for you to bring this up so that i can tell you how it fits into what i'm saying
2: okay uh, so Angel Moroni they, they are just putting atop the new soon-to-be-completed Winnipeg Temple mm-hmm. so they're putting on a, a new temple here uh, and I'd seen a story uh, just today about uh, Angel Moroni originally it was Gabriel it was not Angel Moroni uh, it in, was done in the,
0: by in the very beginning on LDS Temples it was Gabriel to begin with?
2: Yes it, so Cyrus Dallin whose ancestors joined the church but left it after they got to Utah and went that track sucked uh, we're done with this <laughs> Uh, he was commissioned to build this, uh, statue to go on top of the temple. And he built it as Gabriel, uh, they they changed it to Moroni for some reason and decided, uh, henceforth to call it the angel Moroni and put it on temples. Uh, no, you know, gospel behind it on, on having to put it on. But I thought since they were putting it on the new temple, the new Winnipeg temple that, that they'll. Keep doing it. Not maybe not always. But.
0: Okay. Hey, I I need more information about this. Andrew, have you ever heard that before that a, a once upon a time was Gabriel and then switched to Moroni? Nope. That's the first time I've heard it. All right. Brother Kyle, I'm not saying it's not true. Yeah, No, I'll shoot you over the
2: story. It was very interesting. Well,
0: actually. people will be able to find that link to this episode at theculturalhall.com where they can read it. But, but I think we may have to get a little further information. Now, let me refute it as you try to embarrass me on this show. That temple was announced in the uh Spring Temple of or the Spring General Conference rather of uh 2016. My claim is that any temple that was announced after October of 2018 will not have a Moroni. There's mm. the line
1: in the sand. Yep, so we'll hold it. him to that. Yes.
0: <laughs> Now, now, let me further, because initially I said, no, we're done with Moroni. Uh, those temples, including the Salt Lake Temple, who have had a Moroni in the past, their Moronis, sh- should they be uh, reconstructed or upgraded as the Salt Lake Temple is, those Moronis shall return. But I don't see it fitting in with the church as we know it today to continue to put Moroni's on the top of temples.
1: I think they're going to have Michael, the archangel with a spear now.
0: Cool. Mm. It's not Michael's church though, but that'd be cool. But, but, but similarly, and I had someone that emailed me uh, just on Facebook where you can find us facebook.com slash the cultural hall. Find us at the cultural hall in all places who said, do you think that they'll put Jesus on the temples? And no, I don't think that that's the thing either. I think that you will see us absent of statues, atopping. Uh, our temples from here on out. You might
1: see them on the ground. So oh a yeah, hundred percent. I, I I pretty much think all temples will probably get a Christus statue at, yep. at one point.
0: Yeah, and most temples because they have at least a pocket visitor center have that standard mm-hmm. you know thing of, of the Christus. But no, I don't. I don't think that you'll see them on top of temples.
1: Bring it home, Mr. Mayor. Okay, we've been building for this one. This is the the big news. So the. <laughs> ch- <laughs>
0: Sell it, baby. How was that? How
1: was that,
3: that, was how was that to, to <laughs>
1: say the church members now have access to Philae, a French records gene- genealogy site? So and, if you wish you could go to the temple and you're French, you can now go at least do the work before you go, uh, before it opens back
0: up. And, and so it's essentially like uh, like uh, an ancestry.com yeah. or a family search. Uh, that normally costs money but the church is I'm
1: sure I'm saying it completely wrong. It's yeah. it's it's spelled F I L A E. Yeah. Yeah, so. you're
0: saying it way wrong. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I don't know how to say it, but I but I know I know you're saying it way wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean there's like six that we
1: can be we be. Just by joining the church. I mean, that's the reason to join, get baptized, is so you have free access to these sites. Right?
0: I mean, it's a perk for sure. Yeah. Definitely a perk. We should do that blog post. Perks of joining the church.
1: Hey,
0: yeah? that's a good idea. Uh, you know, yeah, Do we have they're...
2: to do pros and cons, or can we just now, do the I perks? I
0: feel like we get in trouble if we do cons, so we just have to do pros. <laughs> uh, we'll play for you here as we kind of uh, end this block of the cultural hall. A little bit of the video, President Nelson talking about uh, what it was like Having to close down the temples due to COVID 19. Andrew, Brother Kyle, thank you so much for uh, being on this Articles of News. So, how difficult was it to make the decision to close the temples? That was painful. It was racked with worry. I found myself asking, what would I say to the prophet Joseph Smith? What would I say to Brigham Young, Wilfred Woodruff? and the other presidents on up to President Thomas S. Monson. I'm gonna meet him soon. To close the temples would deny all for which all those brethren gave everything. But we really had no other alternative. As we travel our way through the internets down to Texas and we check in with uh, Chow herself talking about living scriptures and what the Wild family has been consuming. Chow, first of all, how are you? Great. What have you been watching?
5: (laughs) Doing good. Seven weeks from my delivery date.
0: Oh my gosh.
5: So not, not doing a whole lot, but watching a lot.
0: You know, I'll say this, though, uh, if people haven't, if you're listening to the cultural hall for the first time or you've never heard of living scriptures, it is essentially a safe Netflix, right? It is. And yes. I don't know if they appreciate that comparison necessarily, but it is. You can give the kids the remote. You can plop them down in anything and it. it is family friendly. There is nothing that they could get their hands on that would be inappropriate.
5: Nope, not at all. It's not just good for kids. It's good for the elderly, too. I was just FaceTiming with my dad tonight, Mm -hmm. and I was telling him about the Living Scriptures app. And he lives in Canada, so we were talking about he's going to check and see if he can get it. His birthday is coming up later this month. And if he can work it out in Canada, that's happy birthday, Dad.
0: Give him the gift of a free month of Living Scriptures. Chow. There's a there there is a link associated uh, with this episode that says free month of living scriptures. Uh, He can download the app and then get that that free month. And hopefully I think that it does. I don't know why it wouldn't. But Canada and the United States aren't playing necessarily super nice these days. Maybe it would be difficult.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm just never totally sure. So he's going to check. We'll do the free month. And then I think he's going to be hooked because he recently told me that Netflix is too spicy for him. Oh really? <laughs> it's a little there's a little too racy going on in there. So
0: Well, and we talk about the the older folks, we talk about the younger folks, but you and your husband, I mean you're you, we we are unfortunately uh, um, or fortunately, we are middle-aged folks and 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 we like ourselves the living scriptures, right? Are we middle-aged? You sort of winced at that.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm a newly 36 year old. Okay. So the later 30s, being able to say I'm in my late 30s is pretty new to me. So, yeah.
0: so, so I shouldn't have lumped it. you into middle age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I hear so, what you're saying. So what have you what have you guys been watching? Either you, you and your husband, or you and your kids.
5: So we have been watching a couple of things. First of all, it's Christmas in July on the Living Scriptures.
3: Yes. So
5: there are a ton of christmas movies that my kids are into because they're sick of summer and they've just we had a fire in the fireplace and drank cocoa and (laughs) and watched some christmas oranges so we're watching christmas in july i watched rulings of the heart it's a movie about a judge i'm a an attorney and so it i saw the title and i thought ooh, i'll watch that one okay and then uh russ and i watched Singing with Angels as well. Another good movie that's about a lady that joins the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And back when it was called the Mormon Tabernacle Choir.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's edgy in that respect.
5: Yeah. And and enjoyed that. And then I just noticed tonight that they have um, it's it's a section labeled hard to find church movies. Oh, yeah. So it has the phone call. It has <gasps> Johnny Lingo. It has, and I don't remember the name of, it was an uncle who's an alcoholic that adopts his nieces and nephews. That looks like it was made in oh, the late yeah, 60s.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. Old uncle. I remember, but... Yeah,
5: I don't remember either, but I just saw it and I thought, oh, this will be fun to show my kids. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, they have those hard to find older movies, uh-huh. BYU productions. And so that's uh, that's the other section we'll delve into this weekend while it's raining here in Texas.
0: Well, I'll ask you to assign your husband for when we talk to him in our next articles of news. I'm gonna need him to give me uh, an auditory review of one of those hard to find films. Okay, doesn't I can matter. Do that. Doesn't matter which one it is, but I'm just I want to know what what I want to know about it. I want to know what he thought about it. it. Can be a long or a short one because I know like uh, the 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 uh, the pump is like you know, nine minutes or something like that. And that's it. Yeah,
5: there, I'm sure it was. The pump was on there. So, Perfect. yeah, it's nice. There's there's series and episodes. There's movies. There's somewhere in between. There's some you can always find something to put on while you're drinking hot cocoa or which, again, my kids are just fed up with summer. So they yeah. think they can uh-huh. will it to be cold yeah. or making cookies or whatever you got going on. And Is know it know Christmas that it's yet,
0: mom? Is it Christmas yet? And make sure if you want to get that free month that you go to the link that's associated with this episode. Look in the show notes. It'll say free month of living scriptures. And you can be like uh, th- those wild folks down in Texas. Ciao! be safe. It's going to get hot down there eventually.
5: It will. August is coming. So we're having 70 degree weather with a storm right now. But and give us a couple of weeks and we'll be sweating it out again.
0: All right. So. All right. Be safe.
5: Okay. Thanks.
0: Here in the third block of the Cultural Hall, I thought that it might be, I don't know if fun is the correct word for it, interesting, uh, insightful, helpful to everyone. Uh, I was reading on Facebook just this very morning, uh, a friend of mine. We're going to call her Shelly for the purposes of us talking to her because her name is Shelly. She lives in <laughs> Indiana. She is a teacher, and uh, it's a picture of her masked up face. Uh, and it says, do I at least look ready? Here we go, bulldogs. The whole country is watching for real. Excited to meet my box of chocolates today, which I tend uh, or I uh, interpret it as like life is like a box of chocolates. Is that what you meant by that?
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. And a classroom you... of children is definitely a box of chocolates. And you, you never know what you're going to get.
0: You are, in fact, a teacher who started teaching today he said with a really loud excla- or you know exclamation point and question mark is that true
6: it is we started school officially today july 30th yeah that
0: that seems to me what words do i want to say and i'll i'll be sure to to note that any words that i say are not necessarily the opinions of you because i don't want to get right. you in any sort of trouble but that seems to me, I don't know what, what uh, COVID cases are like July 30th, 2020 in the state of Indiana, but I know here in the state of Utah, we're right on the cusp of like, hey, are we doing this school thing for real? And when is it going to start? And they will decide in the next couple of days. So so what is it like in Indiana and what was it like for you at school today?
6: So it, as far as the state of Indiana, I, would, I definitely would not say that we have any less cases or a percentage of cases or anything like that compared to Utah. In fact, we probably do have more. Uh, however, don't, you can't quote me on any of that because I don't really watch the statistics to be honest, yeah. very closely. I'm not really a keep up on all the numbers, but I mean, we're definitely still in, in similar shape as much of the country, whereas things are still yeah, going up as yeah. far as cases go.
0: There's not a vaccine um, for anyone in Indiana, correct. just as like there is anywhere else. And you know, we, we still don't know a lot about the virus, so there's still qu- big question marks,
6: right? And I am, you know, I'm in a suburb, but I'm still close to Indianapolis, so just you know, right outside, kind of the hub of the state. But I mean, as far as how it was like today, just just a you know, a tad bit more busy and more new things and more overwhelmingness for new students. I have I have sixth graders, mm-hmm. so they're new at the school. It's a middle school. Um, so everything's new. It's always really overwhelming the first day, but we had the added, you know, sanitizing procedures, the added mask wearing, of course, it's 100% masks at mm-hmm. all time for teachers and students. Aside from eating, we have different procedures and precautions. Now, as far as lunch goes, we separated into about six lunches where we usually have three for, oh, wow. you know, one for grade level. So we separated out and So there's less students at a time at lunch and their chairs are six feet away and they can take their masks off and eat. I mean, it's day one. So, of course, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But I'll be honest, I was happy to get back. We always start this early. So it probably sounds early to much of the country. Yeah, a a lot
0: of people, I'm sure they're checking their watches and calendars and going, wait, what? what? July?
6: Yeah, we're we're um you know close to what might be considered a year-round school not exactly year-round but we just have longer breaks throughout the school year and we start earlier so this is our typical starting time and you know for all you know for all the input and intents and purposes and school board meetings and our district and all of that and everything going on here they decided let's just do it and we got approved for the, from the health department with all the precautions that we're doing and we're trying it out but You know we are i feel like we're guinea pigs and there's probably a lot of the country that would be interested to watch because i know we're the first our our district and a couple around us were the first to start in the state and i would probably say the first maybe in the united states Hmm. and we are we are in person although there was an online option so families had options
0: so, so uh, a couple questions to kind of go around some of that and things worth pointing out. You mentioned sort of suburb of Indianapolis. Also, you are younger uh, on the end of the spectrum of, of teaching. I think you're right around 35-ish. Oh,
6: that's, that is a great let's go there okay. maybe, maybe plus
0: a couple of years okay okay but but you know sometimes <laughs> when yeah. we, sometimes when we think of teachers we we think of a little bit older and i know that that's been a concern for them as far as your health or your worry of contracting the virus how do you feel
6: um i mean i don't want it but i
0: <laughs> good that, that's a strong I don't that's a want strong it. that's a strong take to have there good for you <laughs>
6: I don't want it. And I will tell you that I also don't want another COVID test. I, I actually was tested at one point cause I came out to Utah in the summer to see my parents and they're, you know, 70 and I was worried about that. So I got a COVID test and that is an unpleasant experience. As you know, you talked about it once, Yeah. no matter how much you're prepared, it's worse anyway. Yeah. So I don't want it of course, but I'm not somebody who is incredibly fearful for myself. I'm not compromised as far as I know in any way. Um, but of course i worry about contributing to the spread i think i think that would be my concern if i ever found out i was you know positive for covid i would have a lot of just concern and worry and guilt and where did it go from there and yeah but i'm not i'm not myself overly concerned are there
0: other are there other teachers within your school your colleagues that do have a, a great deal of concern or is everyone sort of in your mm-hmm. camp
6: I think there are probably teachers that have uh, more concern than I do, but I would, I guess I would say for our particular school, I, I feel like everybody's generally positive as far as their attitude about trying this out with all of the precautions and, you know, sort of on the side of just education being what kids need and school being a place where kids need to be for Mm -hmm. the most part and so I think everybody's trying to uh, have like a okay let's try this go get them attitude Uh, whether you know at least outwardly I would say there's you know I don't know anybody at our school that's outwardly against it or speaking out or anything I think we mainly have a faculty that's um, well in my humble opinion, awesome, actually. <laughs> so I think everybody's pretty, pretty great around here. And I, I would hope that anybody would feel comfortable sharing if they were overly concerned. But I think we've got a pretty, pretty go get them.
0: What about the interactivity with attitude. parents? I would imagine that this year, probably more than ever, parents are getting more interaction uh, with, with teachers. Is that the case?
6: I think. Leading up to now, that would be the case as far as um, you know. Committees of whether it's a school board meeting or a committee of teachers along with parents that were meeting as we led up to this, with different questions and different precautions that changed. And I know parents have had input on that because we've had fact questions that have changed. You know, we've gotten a fact document, Mm -hmm. frequently asked questions or whatever, you know, every day for the last (laughs) week with new changes. And okay, they're required to wash hands before lunch every other time it's sanitizer. And we got a new thing today. Okay, actually we don't have to have them wash hands ever except for when they use the restroom. All other times it can be the sanitizer. And and so I know what's happening is a bunch of parent input is Mm -hmm. going into that or parent questions are you know, being reviewed and then taken into consideration. And this is one of those things where it's, it's new, it's foreign to everybody. So every new thing that you think, okay, we're figuring this out, then two more things comes up, you know, the what for now, you know, what's going to happen in this situation. So I personally haven't really had much interaction with parents yet at all. But, you know, our, our team will start emailing and communicating. I know we're doing our back to school night via zoom.
0: So that, that is a um, virtual thing. So you'll have that contact, right. but it'll be all online. What happens, mm-hmm. what happens if someone, uh, if a student gets sick or if you come down with the virus?
6: Okay. So right now, basically it's a communication train. <laughs> so, ba- you know, if you don't feel well, you're supposed to stay home, obviously. Right. Um, contact your, either your local provider or we have a clinic through our school district. So contact them. They would determine whether you were to get tested or not.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: At that point, I believe, you know, you especially if you have a fever, you must stay away for at least the 48 hours in within the time of determining whether you would need to get a test or not. Okay. And Great. then if you get tested, if there, if there's concern enough that a doctor wants you to be tested then regardless of whether your test is going to come back positive or negative from that point of getting a test, you're out for 14 days.
0: Wow. Wow. And that's for, is Uh, that for teachers and students or just teachers?
6: I know for sure that is for teachers. And I am going to make the assumption that that that's the same basic guideline for the students.
0: So if a, if a student ends up, uh, you know, you end up getting contact traced that, Hey, there was a kid that was in the class He's now quarantining, he or she is now quarantining because they uh, have positively confirmed for coronavirus. What happens then to the class?
6: So it's, it is a, I don't want to call it case by case, but it kind of is. Yeah. Because it, what we've been told in fact documents is it's, it's going to depend on, um, You know, if that student knows where they got it, if that student knows approximately when because they know that they were exposed, if there's no knowledge, I think that changes things a little bit. And it may be just that that, you know, any of the classrooms that that student was in or those students, maybe we do have to all stay home for Hmm. two days I honestly, I think there is a variety of outcomes that could happen. I do know that there won't be the knee-jerk reaction of, one student has it, we're all shutting down. Right. Um, that's not going to happen, and that's because of the further knowledge we have since. I mean, that's what happened in March. Mm-hmm. I'll just be honest. Not, not the, uh, not the district I work in, but the district I live in the very first student, I think in the United States
3: that, that Congratulations! Had it.
6: Yeah, we're the first to go back. And we were the first to have it. Uh, <laughs> the very first student, I believe that was tested positive was in the city I live in. And they just shut down that whole district. It was the first school district to close up completely. And we won't have that reaction at this point because we we just know more and we know we're taking some different precautions. We know we're doing a lot of sanitizing. And so I think it will be more of isolated pockets where maybe certain classes of students perhaps might have to stay home for a little bit. But that honestly, it really is to be determined based yeah. on on how, the situation.
0: I know a big thing is how are we going to get kids to wear their masks? How was it today? One day and everybody wear their mask?
6: Totally fine. Now it was day one, right? Who knows? But I, I mean, I have different periods of class because it's middle school and all of my students kept their mask on all day. Not a single one complained about it. Um, they are allowed to pull it off to take a drink of water and they are allowed to bring water bottles because our drinking fountains for obvious reasons are disabled. So that's the basically, you know, their only moment for a quick break is to take a drink of water. But I didn't have any complaints today. We possibly had some students that showed up without one. But I know that um, they were kind of caught early on at the at the doors, maybe mm-hmm. by administration and then given provided one if they didn't have one. But most of them had their own, you know, they're decked out in some sort of sports. Team I, w- or- I was
0: just going to ask if now the the latest back to school fashion is who are you wearing on your mask or what is on your mask?
6: I mean, I think that is a, uh, that's a true thing because I'm going to start to know these kids by what, yeah. you know, what character or team is on their mask.
0: Hey, Cubs mask. The favorite kid wears the Cubs mask. A-plus for whichever kid wears the Chicago Cubs mask, hands down. Can we make that deal?
6: <laughs> I did have a student today in an L.A. Dodgers mask. Yeah, that's team. my team. Nope. And I
0: was uh, okay. this, this interview is over. This interview is over. Uh, you He's know, my best friend. You know that we ask everyone who steps into the Culture Hall three questions. I'll ask them of you right now. First of all, uh, do you have a calling right now? And if so, what is it?
6: Um. Okay, so... I don't know whose callings are actually functioning, but um, I don't have a calling. I have an assignment. Ooh. That's what they have to call it. Uh, This this could be a whole nother session of the cultural hall, but that is due to my uh, current standing with church. But my assignment is to lead the music and relief society, awesome. which does not occur at this time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could pick a calling, either one that exists or make one up, what would you pick?
6: I've thought about this because I've listened to the cultural hall so much, but I have always wanted to be the, uh, the girls camp director, like maybe not even of the ward, like the whole stake, but I don't know if that's true anymore because I loved girls camp growing up in California and mm-hmm. I've seen how it goes other places. And I've thought, maybe California is just really cool. So maybe the other places aren't as fun, but...
0: Maybe you guys were doing it different in a cool way. Well, everyone, if you ask anyone from California, of course you were doing it cooler than anyone else has ever done.
6: Duh. It's
0: just like everybody in Texas. It's bigger in Texas, meh. Uh, The last (laughs) question uh, that we ask everyone, and you know, interpret it however you will, but what is your favorite part of your faith?
6: My favorite part of my faith is the perspective that it provides. I think every every time you know things are hard, I think the first thing I fall back on, of course my savior and the knowledge of him, but shortly following that is knowing that I came from somewhere, that I have a purpose here and that I'm going somewhere after. And that's true for all of us and I I think just that knowledge for me is so soothing and so peaceful. So just that just the whole idea of the plan of salvation that there there was a whole purpose before we came here and we have a reason to to try and a reason to get back
0: i love it i love it and looking forward to having that other conversation with you here in the cultural hall in the future let's bookmark it we'll do it another time you know Mm -hmm. a little less covety let's get through this thing and then maybe we'll do it Um, Sounds great. We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body and that if you're not healthy enough to listen this week, that you'll be healthy enough to listen next week and that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the Cultural Hall.
1: Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat, on the back
2: row, we really gotta go on the Cultural Hall show.